Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 45. What's up? This is Charles Bird, teaching entrepreneurs how to kill the chaos of information overload. If you want to kill the chaos in your life, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first... If you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, beats, headphones, etc., etc., then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Charles Bird. Charles is a Silicon Valley veteran with a deep background in technology, marketing, and education. He's founded and led multiple enterprise-wide departments at a billion-dollar software company and managed programs with budgets exceeding $5 million. 
Charles is a public speaker, trainer, and lifelong learner. He passionately combines technology and productivity and is a recognized expert in the field. He produces impactful productivity courses, teaching and presenting to thousands. He's also the founder of the company BirdWord LLC, specializing in productivity training, marketing, and technology to expand his reach. He specializes in the tools and workflows that will organize your team, reduce your anxiety, and double your business. Charles, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really excited to have you on. Why don't you go ahead and expound a little bit on that intro and then tell us more about yourself. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Travis. Exciting to be with you. So, yeah, uh, brief background. As as noted, I worked in the Silicon Valley for 15 years. I was a director at a big software company down there and then decided to start my own company. And instead of talking about it, as I had done for years, I thought, hey, why not actually do it? Mm. So that was kind of the first transitional leap from there, I knew I wanted to get into the online education space and decided to create an online course teaching entrepreneurs how to apply Evernote to their business and their life. Hmm. In the process of doing that, I learned a lot more about kind of internet marketing, how courses are sold and distributed and partnerships and all of that. So when I was building the course, I kind of figured out early on that relationships were absolutely the key to building a platform to getting the message out. Because in my corporate job, I was creating trainings for audiences of 6,000 people who worked for the enterprise. And I really wanted to take that a lot further. And so I didn't have a, a list, an audience at all. So I was really starting from scratch. And mm. And I must say, the topic of your podcast is very critical because having the skills to build relationships, which you learn over time, it's not like everyone natively has them. It's a very learnable skill that enabled me to start really building relationships, learn how to create joint venture opportunities. And we've grown a list from basically my LinkedIn connections just back from the corporate world up to a year and a half later, we've grown a list of 17,000 subscribers and teach people, thousands of people all over the globe. So it's been a, a very fun process, extremely re rewarding to change so many people's lives with the productivity techniques we share. And then just the satisfaction of running my own company and building a team and working with some of the smartest, coolest people I've ever met. That's so many awesome things you said there. Let's focus on that building the list thing there. You went from zero basically to 17,000 in a year and a half. What was the strategy that you think benefited you the most when you were doing that? Sure. So as you know, there's so many different avenues to build an audience, blogging, podcasting, writing books, webinars. So I chose to go down the path of creating a webinar and basically providing free training, teaching the basics of Evernote, along with some of my specific techniques that I, that I teach, like the power trifecta of tools, workflows, and habits, and how they all go together. And I found that building relationships with other people in the industry, whether online or at live events, it was absolutely the fastest way to reach audiences. So I started small with partners who had lists of maybe 3,000, which by list standards in our industry is rather small. Of course, 
if your list isn't that big, 3,000 sounds like a lot, but then you end up working with people with lists of over 100,000. So hmm. I just started small, started reaching audiences, and it's actually an amazing technique because I consider building a webinar and a training like that as kind of creating a sketch. Hmm. And the more often you do it, you refine your message, you refine how you connect with people, and it's sort of like then you're adding color and texture and creating a word painting. And so the more you do it, the better you get at it, the better your reputation gets at yeah. delivering value. And then you just kind of piggyback on that one, one after another. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Did you have like an offer that you had at the end of the webinar or something to get people to sign up for the list or what did that look like? Well, basically just having them register for the free training adds them to the list. So if I offer... So it was a uh, joint webinar that you would do with somebody else, but when they registered for the webinar, it was for your list, not for the person you were doing the webinar with? Exactly. Okay. So the structure of those arrangements is, let's say you have a list of 10,000 or, or 30 or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If my message complements the message you're sharing and you think, wow, this would be great for my people, well, then you would mail your audience inviting them to a webinar that you're hosting me to deliver the content to your audience. And so as people register for the webinar, they're expressing interest, they're signing up, that adds them to my list. And the way these work is you'd come on, introduce me, I would go into a full training that provides a ton of value and then go into a, a deeper dive offer providing my Evernote course. And the way joint ventures work is then revenue that comes in from that is 
typically, depending on the product, split or some other similar arrangement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the key to all of that was relationship building. A hundred percent. And in fact, I think I was about halfway done building the course. And I started taking time to build relationships even before the course was finished. And it felt like it really slowed down the course creation process. And then once I was done, I figured out it was one of the smarter moves I made because right when it was done, I already had people ready to promote it, which was fantastic. Well, that works out, Charles, because uh, I don't know if you know this, but this whole podcast is about building relationships. So, <laughs> Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, I do indeed. And it's kind of snowballed. Like My main message is, and the reason most people follow me, it's focused on productivity, business building, and that kind of thing. But since I've been able to book two to six joint venture webinars a week, a lot of industry people kept reaching out and asking how I do that. So I was giving out all kinds of advice on that process and kind of getting hit up left and right and asked to speak at different masterminds and things. And I was in Aspen in November at an event and emails, text messages, people asking for private coaching on that. And so finally one night there in the snow-capped mountains drinking some whiskey. I'm like, fine, I will put on a live event and teach this. So (laughs) I did. I put on an event called Pure JV, and I put it on two days before traffic and conversion, which you're familiar with traffic and conversion? Yes, I am. If you want to explain a little bit, just in case somebody listening isn't. Sure. So it's a very big internet marketing event that brings in 4,000 internet marketers from around the globe. And so the intent of my event, Pure JV, is to teach people how to build relationships, how to provide value, how to listen what people's goals are so you can help them get there. Mm. And in the process of building those relationships, you're kind of analyzing with the other people you're interacting with if your message aligns with theirs. And if it does, then you can explore joint venture relationships. And so we filled a room in six days, taught people how to do joint ventures. And many of them had within two weeks, they lined up joint ventures that more than covered the cost of even coming to my event. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this, Charles, this is something that I ask everybody that comes on to the show and it's a good segue into the rest of the conversation. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? (laughs) Feels like a loaded question. It's (laughs) who you know. It's certainly who you know. Because Check. I could have an amazing course, but if I don't have a network, I don't have a great way to reach people. I mean, you can do cold traffic, but there's really no faster way to build a business like this than through joint ventures. Hmm. Do you happen to know who Scott Oldford is? You know, I don't know the name, no. Yeah, so he's really big in the Facebook marketing space and has some great content on it, But and he's got a very big following. And even in his posts, he's like, if you're trying to build a business quickly, follow what Charles teaches on joint ventures. And then I consider it basically building a platform, like a foundation. And so you pick one thing. In in my case, I picked the webinars and joint ventures. And you build this network, you build relationships, you build your list. And then once you have that foundation in place where you have regular income coming in, then you can start stacking on some of the other pieces. Like we just started doing Facebook ads like 
two and a half months ago. But if we tried to do that up front, we would have just been biting off more than we could chew. So relationships are just paramount to business growth. Wow, that's crazy. So, so literally, Bill, and it's funny because a lot of times I think when people think online business, they think that it's avoiding people. <laughs> it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a different kind of doing business with people because it's all online. So you don't really interact with people. It's funny that this is what you're saying is the key to making all of this happen is something that most people wouldn't even correlate with doing business online. And so building those relationships is really one of the most important things. And you're saying it's one of the fastest ways to get your course or your product out there, but wouldn't it also be one of the cheapest ways to Charles? I mean, if you're not paying for cold traffic and you're only basically paying out affiliates, if people buy the course, I mean, that would also be way cheaper, not just faster, right? Absolutely. And to your point, for one, I mean, that's exactly right. Let's say we do a webinar together and we get 20 new students. I paid nothing to get those students and we both benefit. And again, to your point, like when I do joint venture webinars, I make half the revenue. The partner makes half the revenue. Even right now with Facebook ads, we break even. So I'm spending three grand a month on Facebook ads and I make $3,100. So what it's doing is building my list for free, Hmm. but I'm not making money. I make money with the joint venture opportunities. Hmm. Incredible. Throughout your career, Charles, how important have relationships with people been in a mentorship capacity? Yeah. So in the corporate world, certainly important, but way smaller bubbles where one thing that I found so refreshing when I decided to start my own company, you kind of feel like you have to go reinvent the wheel. But One thing that's really neat about the kind of information product markets is there's experts at any avenue you'd want to go down. If you want to write books or get good at podcasts or create online courses or anything like that, there's experts who have forged the path before you and they are more than happy to tell you exactly how to do it, either in whatever medium they're uh, offering or courses that are for sale. So in a way, a lot of this is... uh, paint by numbers. You don't have to go figure everything out. There's a lot of recipes depending on the path that interests you the most that you can pursue. Hmm. And now when you were telling me a little bit about some of the people that came on board with you for your course launch, you mentioned Brian Tracy. He was one of them, right? That is correct. So a lot of times when I talk with guests on the show, they'll drop these big names like his or or some of the other people I've had on have dropped some big names. I like to take like a little bit of a deep dive into that to figure out how exactly you cultivated that connection. Because I'm assuming you're not childhood best friends. So at some point you were introduced, at some point you added some value, at some point he was okay with marketing your material to the people who follow him, which is a large amount of people. Can you talk to us through that connection with him and maybe piggyback a couple of the other connections that you had with some of the other people that pushed your product forward? You bet. And as I answer that, I'll I'll kind of explain the process of doing the actual relationship building either online or at live events in person. So that particular connection, the first year that I went to traffic and conversion, booked a suite, lined up 31 partner meetings over three days. So just back to back to back. And one of the people we met with was David Gonzalez, who runs the Internet Marketing Party. And I was new to the industry. He didn't know really much about me. And the first thing I did was show 
David this cool mind mapping tool called the brain because his whole business model is based on relationships. Hmm. And I showed him a totally new way to track relationships that he'd never seen or heard of that was really groundbreaking for his business model. So step one is always listen, just see what people are trying to do and then find a way to help them. So if you're like, oh, we're launching this new website, but I need a graphic designer or a copywriter, I could introduce you to one. So it's just helping people on the way. And then later, David Gonzalez introduced me to Branditize. They're a marketing agency down in San Diego that represent Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, many of the big names. So I just maintained a connection with people from that agency and just stayed in touch, followed up, found ways to provide them new introductions they didn't have. And next thing you know, I was able to book a webinar for Brian Tracy's buyer audience. And one thing leads to another and you're working with some of the biggest fish that exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, the biggest key here for anybody listening is the fact that Charles started with giving and it always, always, always starts with giving, with adding value, with serving, with finding a way to solve a problem for somebody that needs a problem solved. And all you did was solve a problem for one guy. And then that guy was so grateful that he went and did this other introduction to this other group. And then you helped them, gave them some value. And over the course of a few months, you finally got put in touch with a Brian Tracy. And exactly what you're saying is exactly what I've been finding to be true. And if you really want to connect with somebody, the best way is to offer as much value to anybody that you can around that individual. And doors are going to start opening up to be able to make that connection and cultivate the relationship with the person that you really want to cultivate a relationship with. What is a way that you think, Charles, people should look to give value? Because maybe somebody listening is like, yeah, I understand that. I understand I need to give something, but I don't really know what to do. I mean, you know, maybe they're not as experienced as you or knowledgeable as you or have the right connections or anything. What would you recommend for somebody like that? Okay. So one of the neat things is we're all typically good at something. And even some of the best people in the industry they're not good at everything. I'll give you a silly example. It, Ryan Levesque was doing all his webinars with hundreds or thousands of people wearing a headset, and it didn't particularly sound great to me. I have a music and audio background, so I my ears are a little more picky probably than most people. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm back then, I was new to the industry, and you would say, well, Charles, what could you teach Ryan? He seems to have it pretty figured out. Well, I was like, dude, you're doing these trainings for thousands of people. Why not provide them a lot higher quality audio? And I gave him examples of what a headset like his sounds like versus my $1,300 tube mic and gave him a list of products he could consider to help improve that. And like has nothing to do particularly with marketing or strategy, mm -hmm. but he hadn't even considered that. And he was like, oh man, that's super cool of you. And then I was at uh, PLF Live, Jeff Walker's event, and then he started introducing me to all the A players in Jeff's inner circle. Mm. So it's just these little things. You just, again, it always comes down to listening first and then providing value. And let's say you are new to the industry. You don't have connections. And let's say you go to an event, and I'll also share some ideas on how to do this online. You don't have to go to events, although I tend to go to quite a few or put on my own. You could be in a room, meet some people at a conference. You're going to meet someone. This actually happens frequently. I'll, I'll meet 
one person and maybe their skill set has nothing to do with me or my goals, but I'm listening and chat. Then I meet someone else and find their skill sets complement each other. Hmm. So then you can just walk over and say, hey, so-and-so, you should meet Sally here or whatever, because you guys could potentially work together. It takes no effort. It's so easy. Introductions are one of the easiest ways to build value and rapport. I probably do about 10 intros every week. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said a second ago about how the key is to listen first and then add value, because I think that that's so true. And that listen step is often overlooked. And I was just reading about this in John Rulin's book, Giftology, when he's a master gift giver. And one thing he said to watch out for is you're not listening first. So you send somebody a gift that maybe you would like to have, but that person has zero interest in it. And exactly what you're saying, it's the same thing, even if you're not giving a gift, but you're trying to add value to somebody. If you just have this one set thing that you go to try to add value for to people, you might be doing something completely wrong, that that person has zero interest in whatever you're trying to shove down their throat, but because you're just trying to go and throw it in people's faces, it's going to come across really just not genuine and probably even look a little bit worse on you. So listen first and then try to add as much value as you possibly can. We, we've talked about a few different tips and tricks so far today, Charles. Is there, if you could just boil it down to just one, just one tip, nothing like setting everything else aside, somebody's listening right now and they're about to shut this podcast off. What would be the one piece of advice you would give them about networking, meeting people? Well, one is tricky. I'll cheat. One would be get started and two, try to be consistent about it. Like Follow up when you say you will. I've built connections with, there's one guy in particular, a uh, writer for Time Inc., an entrepreneur named Chris Winfield out of New York. I just met him a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was. I just read one of his articles and I liked it on Pomodoro's and I just mailed him and it took quite a while to get a back and forth going, but he didn't know who I was at all. And I was just consistent about following up. And eventually I got him to come on my show. And then that further built rapport. And then I talked him into doing his first joint venture ever. And he already has a huge list and following. And it went fantastic. And I gave him a bunch of intros. And so you can build relationships cold. Another easy way to do it is in uh, Facebook groups. You find people doing the stuff you are. If you're into course building, you find groups on that. If you're into podcasting, find groups on that. And it took me a while to figure out I'd get in those groups. You kind of start looking for who's the movers and shakers getting things done and getting yeah. results. Mm -hmm. And then you just add them as a friend. And again, it took me a while. I used to think Facebook was just for your friends. <laughs> and then one day it dawned on me, you could connect with these other people. <laughs> and then, you know, just comment back to one of their posts. You can then ping them on Messenger, ask what they're working on, what they're doing, and then ask to line up a virtual coffee chat. And so it's just a Skype video meeting. Yeah, ask mm -hmm. what they do, what they're working on. And again, it's listening. I've never once had one person ever not take a call when I asked for that. Yeah, yeah. And if you start doing a few of those a week, you will be shocked at how fast opportunities present themselves. Got to do it on purpose. That's probably 
one of the things that I like to hammer on the most is I feel like most people just leave networking up to chance. Like it's just going to happen and it's just a thing that goes on in your life. It's not really something you can control, but I love what you're talking about. And I completely agree. Facebook groups are a fantastic way to do it. I think they're totally underutilized. And then if they are used, they're, they're using them the wrong way anyway. And uh, which I have a whole ebook that I put together, which anybody listening, you can go find that at buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB for Facebook, buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB on how to utilize Facebook groups in the right way, how to network with people in Facebook groups and how to do it effectively without being the spammy guy that gets blocked from every single one of them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Charles is exactly right, man. You, you hit the nail on the head, just going in there and friending them on your regular Facebook, going and commenting, engaging on some of their posts. Then they come back, engage on some of your posts. Then all of a sudden you start seeing each other and each other's news feeds all the time. And now you're starting to actually cultivate a long-term relationship where they'll recognize your name. You'll recognize their name all because you met in just a Facebook group at some point a few months back. So much awesome stuff today, Charles. Like we keep talking about this for a long time, I'm sure, but we got to move into something I like to call the random round, which is just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. You ready? Sure. Let's do it. This is the random round. What profession other than your own, do you think it would be fun to attempt? Let's see. Well, for some reason, skydiving comes to mind. I don't know. I played in a band for years. That would be fun to do on a lot bigger scale. If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? I think I would chat with Obama because he's a badass. (laughs) How do you like to learn best? Books, blogs, podcasts, videos? I listen to a lot of audiobooks because you can do it while you're walking the dog or washing dishes or cooking. Hmm. So, what's one of your favorites you listened to recently? Oh, yes. Essentialism. Freaking amazing book. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Okay. So, my app called Sleep Cycle gently wakes me up. I frequently wake up before the alarm, shower, shave, all of that, or I'll, I'll go for a run depending on what day of the week. It's awesome when you can fit in a morning run because then you take control of the day and kind of put yourself as the priority first. So if you're taking care of yourself, you can take care of everyone else a lot better. That's why they say to put your oxygen mask on first on flights. Mm. So get a workout in, eat breakfast, and then sit down at my computer, review my top goals. I teach something called planning your perfect today. It's actually a module in my course. And I have an Evernote template that has an area to get things off my mind, just the things bouncing around that you're like, oh, I need to do this today and call that person. Then choose your top three priorities for that day. So it's right in front of you. Hmm. Set a 25-minute timer and dive in along with tracking your accomplishments on the way so you can tell you're making progress and not just fighting against a never-ending task list. What is your go-to pump-up song? Hmm. I turn on Claude Van Stroke Radio on Pandora. It's not one particular song, but it's music that will kind of get you moving. What are you not very good at? Let's see. I'm a slow writer, but I've been getting better at it with all the scripts and email copy I've been writing. So I wouldn't say I'm a bad writer, but I'm slow and I'm looking forward to getting a little faster. All right, as we get everything wrapped up here, Charles, what is one place where we'll be able to find you the most? For those people sitting out there dying to take your course, where do they find that? Yeah, you can go to killthechaos.pro. That's directly to the course. My company website is birdword.com, B-Y-R-D-W-O-R-D. 
And then for the training, I teach relationship building online at conferences, teach the whole structure of providing value, how to track the relationships, uh, line up joint ventures, the whole follow-up sequence that makes it a self-replicating process. You can find more info about that at purejv.com. Purejv.com, birdword.com. And what was the course website again, Charles? Kill the chaos. Pro. So for anything for Charles, go check out those websites and those will all be in the show notes. So if you're on a mobile device, you can now swipe up to see those, which is awesome. So go check out all of that stuff and uh, definitely go give Charles's course a look-see. And Charles, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I had so much fun talking to you. Awesome, Travis. Thanks again for the invite. Always wonderful to share the ideas on networking because it's a learned skill and it's critical to your business growth. Totally agree. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.